You know what we are? We're podcast destroyers. We love to just get your ears and fucking... Mm, De-spunk them fucking bows. I didn't want this to start like this. So, (laughs) this is the Gotta Go... And God... Podcast. It's called what? The Irrational Post. And... We are going to give you news. News. We are going to give you music. We are going to give you a new interview. We're going to give you so much shit. Each week, we want to like, oh, we just want to eat the fucking week for you. We want to digest it, and then we want to spit it up into your little baby bird mouth. I do not like that for the record. <laughs> we just want to like, we want to digest everything in the week for you so you don't have to, because... You know what's more fun than making your own opinion? Taking somebody else's and repeating it as if it's your own. <laughs> this is the beginning. This is the beginning. Of the rest. Of the rest of, of our, our lives. lives. Um, so, yeah, each week we want to, like, talk a little bit about news, talk a little bit about popular culture, talk a little bit about politics. A little bit about movies. A little bit about music. And a little bit about, like, drag. Like, we are drag queens who are fully 100% in drag right now. Definitely, definitely did that for this audio audio podcast. We put on all the makeup. All of our shit. I spent five hours getting ready just so you could hear me. It's true. You should see us right now. We look beautiful. We are beautiful. So, we're going to start with our first little segment, or a fegment as we call them. Welcome to Headline News. Oh, love me some head. So, mm. we uh, we came up with a few little things that we're going to chat about today. Number one, Donald Trump. Donald Bump. Donald, Donald ugly ass motherfucker. Trump. Like, Donald, like, why haven't we shot him yet? Like, it's lots of questions. It's been years, and we still have to talk about him, but... We're going to have to talk about it. him for more. Disgusting. Yeah. So, Donald, Donnie, Donald fuck... Has <laughs> this thing tomorrow as we're recording this? So this may already happen by the time this is published. But tomorrow night, Donald Trump is going to go on TV and deliver an address about border security. And the rumblings right now are that maybe, but most likely, he's going to declare a national state of emergency which allows him to use certain public funds the way that he wants to, and presumably this will be the way that he gets the border wall funded and built because no one else is going to let him do it at this point. Like, honestly, who needs health care? <laughs> who needs need schools? <laughs> who needs roads? Who needs government employees to get paid? No one. Those people are just... Um, Evil. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna like the trades. Like, please leave. Like, it sucks. I hate everyone. Yeah, we're just like gonna build giant slabs of concrete, and I mean, and not we, because I mean, we don't have too much skin in the game, like up in Canada. But that's true. It's still fucked. It's fucked. And we feel bad for our little, uh, for our little like American. immigrant, like boys and girls who like you know they're either in America and they're like being shooed out of there basically or they're trying to get in because it's like supposed to be the land of opportunity and you know instead of developing any type of meaningful or positive infrastructure or change for his country donald trump wants to blow billions of dollars on a concrete wall that's probably gonna fucking fall down within like six months of being built and honestly like it's not gonna do that much to deter I just don't understand. Like, yeah. It's crazy. It's like I. It's people will still get through. It's a money sink, and it's um, it's just kind of tragic for the boys and girls. I mean, it's a poo poo mess. It's as a Chichi Devane once said. Poo poo mess. So if anybody with like military training is listening, GI Jane, we're looking for you. GI Jane, GI Joe, we're looking for anybody with like a rifle with a good scope on it, and all we have to say is. Donald Trump's very good about putting his schedule out there. We kind of know where he's going to be as it's going to happen. I'm not saying do anything. I'm just saying you could do something. 
I will not support. Just kidding, I would support violence against Donald Trump. <laughs> there we go. Like, listen, at the end of the no, day, I, you don't know who we really are, not US. Funded. We can't fund this. We can't. We don't have the money or the training. And, like, we don't I'm, know what's going on. Please still let us into the States if you want us to come there. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah. We don't want to go to the States. Yeah, we. we well, we actually, don't want Lady Gaga it. has a. Has that. Has that. Lit oh, Las the Enigma. Vegas, the Enigma yeah. tour. So, um. We take it all back. <laughs> we'll think about it. Yeah, we'll, um... Britney did cancel, so, like, we don't really need... We don't need to go there. Britney did cancel. Do you want to Our touch wig. on that briefly? We should talk about Britney. Yeah. Like, honestly, I think the two most important things in, like, the country is Donald Trump... And Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. Um, I do think that Britney's excuse for, uh... Oh, so I guess to, to recap people who don't know, Britney Spears was supposed to have a tour called, uh, Domination, or rather a residency called Domination, and... It was going to be a big deal, and it got canceled last week. Sure did, because of um, quote-unquote health issues with her father, yeah. but um, she didn't get no sales. Yeah, so. what we do know <laughs> is that uh, they were struggling to sell even half of the tickets in the first week of performances. Honey. 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 Girl. Like, we all have a sick dad somewhere who's going to get us out of those bad gigs. Yeah, like, honey, honey. It's okay. You know, you know. We still live. And we all know. We all know why. Like, girl, don't put your dad in front of us. Like, but Even we if get it's it. true. It was like how when she moved to Vegas in the first place to be like, I just want a stable environment for my kids. And it's like, girl, your kids are with KFED 60% of the time. Stable environment, not necessary. You just want the easy way out. Uh, to be fair, I would also probably want the easy way out. Oh, she's she's been through it. Live in a hotel. Live your full life. Live your full truth. Yeah. Brittany, if you want to kill Donald Trump, we're, like, 100% for it. Like, like he would never people, see you coming. Honestly, gay people will protect you afterwards. Like, they'll build statues of you, Brittany. Like, for <laughs> if real. If you really want to win us back, if you really want to sell out your tours. <laughs> yeah. Kill Donald Trump. I guarantee it's going to be the biggest career boost ever. People will talk about you. People will talk about you. <laughs> now, speaking of people being talked about, <gasps> so pretty well anything that you could ever talk about. Talking. We would like to open up a pit of knowledge and discussion and debate about Kevin Hart, Kevin Fart, <gasps> hosting <gasps> the Oscars, or rather not hosting the Oscars, <sighs> and what Ellen DeGenerate has to say about it. Ellen, girl. <laughs> so did you did you did you watch this clip, Robert? I did watch the clip of um, well, most of it. I think it was just uh, it was mostly just Kevin Hart talking for like five minutes. Like usually you can see um, Ellen like just like talking over everyone, but she she gave him a minute. Yeah, yeah. She actually shut the fuck up for the first time in a while. It doesn't happen. Um, she, uh, but I just don't. I mean, it's fine, I guess. Like I don't really. How do I put this? It was messy. Kevin Hart, you're a mess. You shouldn't post tweets like that. Ah! But, like... Yeah, it was, like, ten years ago. I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, I think that the nice part about this is that it's, <clears throat> it's given an opportunity for a lot of people to say a lot. Like, I have never seen people come at, like, such a small, I think, like, moment... In, in so many different ways. Like, I've heard takes about, like, like queer black pain and how, like, this Kevin Hart stuff is exclusive to that. You hear a lot about, like, the intersection of, like, okay, um, why are, like, white women allowed a little bit more leeway with, like, maybe jokes or negative things that they've said about gay people? Because I know Nick Cannon, like, pulled up some great receipts of, like, Amy Schumer and Sarah Silverman saying stuff like faggot, like... Dates that were after Kevin Hart's sort of jokes, right? Mm. And so it's kind of neat. There's a lot of opinions. There are some people who are like, well, we have to let people move on and get on with their lives. But there are other people that say, oh, we need to hold people accountable. And, you know. I just like, mm, I just, it's tough. Usually I'm like a very like 
forgiving. I'm just like, oh, but but then again, like now when I just like see a straight man do like something homophobic, I'm just like, okay, sis, like like I'm here, to, like bye. Like, I don't know what you want. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I I think it's really nice and it's really easy to like to to cancel people because then we kind of can like. It's sort of nice to just take a very cut and dry, like, no fuck you stance and, like, put them in a box where we don't have to think about them anymore. And I, I think and that it works sometimes. And I guess, and it's not, I just think that I, he, it's not like he was, like, some big part of my, like, I never really watched his stand up. I mean, I've seen him in a few movies. Yeah. I wouldn't not go to a movie because he was in it. I would still go to it, but he's just, um,. Like, I don't know, I'm not going to pay to go to his tour, I guess. No, and not I... Not that he'll ever go on tour. He will, though. I mean, he like, because he's a really famous guy, and I guess, like, I'm wondering how, like, how this is going to, like, affect his career. I think that he'll be fine. Like, the 10% of people that are queer that are upset, like, there's 90% of straight people who are just like, fuck you guys. Yes. <laughs> Gay people are overreacting. Stop! Oh, yeah, I, I, I forgot <laughs> we're incredibly isolated, actually. <laughs> Like, on my Facebook page. We're in a bubble like, about this, Like, we? honestly, everyone's just like, oh my gosh, like, queer people are hurt, and street people are just like, who? <laughs> what, are you, what are you crying about? <laughs> I get Sad. it, I get it. Gay people are so annoying. But we do have... We have... We have some power. We have some power. And I think that, you know, the Oscars clearly fired him because they thought that those comments were, like, abhorrent. And so, I think that... You know, it's kind of nice to have some some pull, some clout here and there. And I mean, like, I I guess that if gay people are going to be influential anywhere, it's going to be for the Oscars. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, I mean, like I, I think, yeah, we're 10% of the population, but a good 98% of the people who still bother watching the Academy Awards. Honestly. <laughs> so they want to keep us happy. So a uh, great idea for a host Kylie Minogue, I think that yes. that would really that would hit the demographics you're looking for. Gag. Um, maybe like Sirsha. Sirsha. Just kidding. Sirsha. She's oh, it's me, Sirsha. <laughs> that's that's as far as I'm going into that. Um, maybe like I don't know. Have you guys heard of RuPaul? Like I think actually, you know, if RuPaul hosted the Oscars, that, that would, be, would be a real gag. They should get a fag to host the Oscar. Oh, no, they always do, though. Who? Neil Patrick Harris. Mm -hmm. Ellen did it twice. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. Like, girl, you know she's, like, she's gotten down with the puss-puss. Like, Pan, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Crystal is, like, short and therefore has, like, at least tried sucking a dick. Um, just, you're just at that eye level, you know? Yeah, and Hugh Jackman's, like, like, I don't know. He's... He's doing like he's a like tour gay, musical. Gay yeah, like, he is. On. Yeah, like <laughs> musical. Little queen. <laughs> We're out here like debating whether Hugh Jackman is straight or not. Like star of the greatest showman. Like, oh he, man. Um, he's probably straight, but it doesn't matter. I, I feel like I feel like he, he wouldn't mind, you know? Like I feel like there are people who are very much like, I do not want to have sex with the same sex, like DMX. Yeah. But then there are people who are like, why not? Fuck it. Yeah, why not? I'm into it. Yep. <laughs> so, Hugh Jackman, you can reach out to us. Um, you can call me at my number. Oh, Just yeah. Just kidding. I'm not giving up my phone number. Woo! Don't give like out your phone number. Moving on. Last night. Oh, honey, get ready. We. Um, There's a storm coming. We were working on some stuff and we, uh, you know, we're gay men. We watched. The Golden Globes. The Golden Globes were last night. And by the time that we, um, by the time this airs for people, like, our takes are going to be, like, cold Old news. and, like, flat soda, just dead as a fucking doornail. But you know what, girls? Here we go. Here we go. Um, so I'm going to rattle through a few of the categories, and we're just going to, like, get our takes on them. So... Robert, yeah. what was your take on the assassination of Jenny Versace getting an award for best miniseries or television film? I watched the first episode of that show, so I'm probably not the best person. But um, I was gagging. I was into it. Not enough to pirate it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was fine. <laughs> Yeah, I um I also liked it. I didn't really get to uh I didn't get to finish it cuz I just sort of didn't feel like it after a while, but mm. 
I enjoyed what I saw. Um, I thought Darren Chris was really good in it, and he did also win the Best Actor in a miniseries or television film because of that role. So I thought that that was um, that's nice. That seems fine to me. Um, I think while we were someone who pretends to be gay on television, is he gay? He's not gay, but he's he said gay. now he's not going to play any more gay characters because he's gotten awards for it now. So I'm sure he's fine. He's got that out of his system. <laughs> You literally, meanwhile, every waiter you meet in Los Angeles is a gay guy trying to get into the industry. But straight guys can play us. It's fine. It makes sense. Personally, right? I don't mind because I know he like had to suck off Ryan Murphy for that role. So like he did a bit of gay shit. I'd chill. Was it Ryan Murphy? Yeah, it's a Ryan Murphy show. Interesting. Ryan Murphy is gay god. In all honesty, he kind of does have all the kind of he like, did pose, right? He did do pose, and pose, he did Glee. Wig. Yeah, I knew Glee. and American Horror Story, of course. Yes, that's true. And popular. Oh, I didn't know he did popular. Oh, Marichara and Charachara. This is me, Marichara, Charachara. Marichara's mother. Um, that's Stop awesome. it. Stop it. Uh, what else do we want? Sandra O oh won an award. And Les. I don't watch the show that it was, Killing Eve, but I liked her hosting yesterday from what we saw. She was nice. She seemed to be having a, a nice time. Yeah. I just want to, like, you know, we. I just wanted to, like, you know, take a moment and just say, like, Sandra O, oh, like... Cool bitch, she won some. She did. Well, she she won a few awards, didn't she? No, she just won one. Oh, okay. That night. She, oh, I think but she's, she's had some before. So because she yeah. was like the second. She's like the first like like Asian woman to like win multiple Golden Globes. Is that true? Probably, I, I saw an maybe. article. Oh really? I think so. I, th- I saw a headline. I didn't go into it though. That'd be sick. She's probably won for Grays or maybe for um. Probably. I can't remember. If she was like doing the rounds when she was in Sideways, getting nominated for stuff. I really don't know. I also don't know. But it's fine. Um, and then tragically, uh. Uh, Pose lost the awards it was nominated for this year, um, which I think was just two. But Quick. it was for Best Television Series Drama, and Billy Porter lost for Best Actor. And I don't know too much about the drama category. I didn't watch The Americans, which won, and I didn't watch homecoming or killing eve or bodyguard um but i know that i like i just watched pose and i really really enjoyed it and it is a little disappointing to not see it win anything especially because i think that billy billy porter who plays um pray tell on pose and like this guy's sort of like the mc and like really like the emotional heart of the show he didn't win for best actor and it seemed like he would have been the one and everybody who's listening to this should watch pose and if you don't <laughs> look out bitch i better look out because i haven't seen it yet <clears throat> but i would like to for the record robert i know you're a very very big fan of foreign language cinema so of course i would I like love subtitles you just put a subtitle in front of me and i'll read that fucking subtitle and so i want to know your i want to know your take on um, on roma winning best foreign language film Roma, a movie I've never seen. What was the other one? Oh, Capernaum. Ooh, something else I never saw. Oh, you saw Girl, though. Who? You also saw Never Look Away, of course. I don't know her. And you saw Shoplifters. I don't know who that is. Okay, well, I only saw Roma out of all of these. How was that for you? Uh, there were some points that she made. It was pretty good. Did they win? They did. They did win. Mm, wig. Um, the director, Alfonso Cuaron, also won for Best Director amongst all categories, not just foreign language. Oh, is he the one who defeated Mr. Bradley? He did defeat Mr. Bradley. My wig. And we will get to... We, we will, will get we to will, that. We're going to talk about We will about get that. to that. Um, we, I, I, we can celebrate that Shallow... Shallow. I'm Shallow. not sure. Has anybody heard the song Shallow? I don't know. I just like. Ah, 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 ah. Um, that one best original song over uh, some really really tough competition like SZA. <laughs> Leave her out of this. <laughs> just joking. She made one good song, but um, she did. She did. But yeah. Um, say I, you've got a game. <laughs> Tuesday and Wednesday. Wednesday okay, we've got to edit in the clip. We're going. I'll just keep them satisfied through the weekend. But yeah, um, shallow legend. Dare uh, re. It's a 
Like, I like that song a lot. I it's love that song. song. It's a best really, really movie. good song. It's the best part of the fucking movie. And, like, if it had lost original song, and if it does lose original song for, like, anything that it's nominated for... Makes no sense. Makes no sense. It's, like... It's so popular. It's a classic. So good. Do you know what the first song we heard this year? Shallow. Yes. You know oh, the, the last, last song we heard last year? Shallow. Shallow. It's true. It was a really nice, um, a nice way to bookend... The the year. These two shitty years. Yeah. Well, bookend the bookend year is, and like and also start. bookend. Yeah. Yeah. Just you know, just start. Because bookends go both ways. Honestly, like I'm off the deep end and watch as I dive into 2019. Yeah, that's how I feel. I think in 2019 we are far from the shallow now. I'm off the creep end. Watch as I dive in. I'll never meet the. Ground. Those are our whistle tones. Yes. It's amazing. I know it hurts. We need to talk about the real tea. We talk about the real tea, the real which is um tea. the top four categories this year were kind of fucking stupid. Um, I'll get over the one that like I had the least stake in, which was best motion picture, musical, or comedy. And who was this for? The, the the green book one. Oh yeah, I never never saw it. Yeah. Sorry, girls. But like, I don't think it was very good. I know the one of the subjects the movie is about like disown that movie, oh. and it's like it's one of those movies where a white guy teaches a black guy how to like make people less racist towards him. Messy. And that's just like I don't care. Like I don't I don't care about that in my 2019. Um, but what really really pissed me off was it beat out. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns and The Favorite, and those were both like really, really awesome, and definitely better than what was like just a gender swapped version of The Help. So <sighs> yeah, I um, Mary Poppins was a banger. Yeah, Emily Blunt is she's a fucking, legend. She'll smoke you under the table. She honestly like that movie is a movie about gaslighting children and telling them that. That did not just happen. Yeah, that movie. She was. She's fucked up with those kids. She does. She really fucks with them. But but I liked it. It was um. She's a legend. And what was the other one? Um. Oh, the favorite. The favorite. Which you saw. Yeah, you haven't seen it. No, but I haven't I think, seen it. Yet. I think you'll see it because I think you'll really like it. Lesbian sex. Lesbian sex. Um. Speaking of lesbians, because when he shaves, he looks like one. Bradley Cooper lost the best actor Oscar at Golden Globe even. Mm-hmm. For to who to Rami Malik, uh, I guess this is fine. The, he was Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he, and like he did a it was a, it was an okay job. I think that I like Bradley Cooper a lot more, and I thought that I thought that that performance was a little better. But I do I do really respect somebody who tried to look like Freddie Mercury. Yeah, it's like having to like imitate. Like I feel like Bradley Cooper could basically do whatever he wanted, but yeah. when you're playing someone else specifically you have to be super like specific and you really have to know who you're portraying so i think that's more difficult so i think it's fine that he won best actor yeah but that fucking movie yeah that movie won best fucking motion picture drama lies over a star is born you lied over black panther you still lie honestly black panther was better black panther was better it was and, and the other... CGI was bad. We were watching it at home. But the CGI was kind of bad. Um, yeah. But but it's still a good film. And it was more enjoyable. And honestly, Bohemian Rhapsody is like an hour. There's an hour that just doesn't need to be there. It's so fucking No, I long. fell asleep. Like, it's honestly so boring. You made a movie about Freddie Mercury boring. I don't know how that's even possible. Like, it's crazy. The middle of the movie, nothing happened. God, you'd have to be such a bad director that you'd be like a child rapist or something. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's true. So let's just... (laughs) Let's talk about how Hollywood, like, literally just gave, like, Roman Polanski, basically, another award for a movie. It's crazy. It's crazy. And they don't feel like... Oh, God. I don't know. The Golden Globes are, like, honestly a crock of shit. And they're not, like, super indicative of what the Oscars turn out to be. But still sad. Still sad. Sad. Um, and finally, this is the worst thing <laughs> that could have happened to me this year. Honestly, um, she needed a minute. Like 
we've been really hyping up Lady Gaga to be sweeping this award season. I'm sorry, who? Lady uh, Lady Gaga. Oh my god, don't we? Oh my god. We have an interview with her we coming do. Oh up. my gosh, I didn't realize you we were talking about her. That's crazy. Oh my god, that's so crazy. We actually just booked her for an interview. Oh my god, well you know what? Why are we going to talk about Lady Gaga when she could talk about it for herself? Oh my god, bitch. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga. Hi Gaga, how are you? Why did you come back here? The publicist said it was okay. Anyway, we have lots of questions. Get the fuck out! Get out! I said get out! Gaga, you know we can't do that. We got Tony Bennett tied up in a closet, and you know what'll happen if you walk out of here before we're done with you. I don't really know... So moving on, what's your favorite way to eat a cupcake? Put it in a blender, shit on it, vomit on it, eat it, give birth to it. That's so cute! Oh, we know we saw you in the audience at Burn Book, so give us the tea, how did we do? Personally, first, and just say thank you so much. I was very moved by all of your love. All right, and which one of us do you want to fuck more? Both. We go, wait, wait, wait. Before we go any further, what was your last name again? Gaga. Gaga, how does Bradley Cooper's mouth taste? Gritty, fun, and bright. And is there anything else that you can tell us about Bradley? Big tech. Ha, awesome. Are there any ancient proverbs you like to live life by? You know, a hundred people can be in a room and 99 don't believe in you and just one person believes in you and it can change everything. That's very wise. And what are your thoughts on creativity? Fucking creative freedom is a fucking canvas and a paintbrush! So get the fuck out! Oh my god, okay Gaga, take it easy. By the way, what's your heritage? A strong Italian woman. You're what now? Yes, well, I'm what, an Italian what? woman. Sorry, so, you know, I'm Italian and, you know. Wait, where are you I'm from? I'm from an Italian family. Did you say that you're uh, Italian? Immigrant Italian family. Strong wait, 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 wait. Italian like Italian family. from Italy? Close Italian family. Like, are you family? French, though? I'm from a good you know, Italian, Italian family. Are you Italian passing? Are you I'm Italian. Italian. Well, I'm Italian. I'm Italian, so. I'm just an Italian girl. I'm Italian. Do you have anything to say about Glenn Close? You know, just because you are who you are does not mean that our friendship doesn't mean anything when the cameras turn on. So now I see who you really are. And I was done after that. And I, he's just mad that I don't want to hang out with him anymore because I, I don't want to be around fake people. Ooh, bitchy. Thanks for your time, Gaga. Any last words about this interview? It was a milestone performance for me. I felt it really marked the decade of the first 10 years of my career. Bye! Bye. Good luck at the Oscars, sis. Sorry about your globe. A S M R. ASMR. Ah, okay. <laughs> all right. Are you still there? <laughs> um. All right. Uh. What's next? Oh, I know what's next. Oh, so what is our next fragment? Is it about music? No, it's about it's about a movie. Oh my god. So we we want to try and like watch a movie and then talk about it. We've heard people do people that do sometimes that. and we heard it's entertaining. So today we're going to talk about a movie starring a woman starring a giant woman and starring a giant man and also basically starring like Paddington as a robot. Yeah, um, we saw we saw Bumblebee. Come on, Transformers. Yes. Come on, straight culture. I'm sorry, like I am here for trans representation. <laughs> if, we need more of that in a media. If I'm going to <laughs> see a movie, I would like trans characters. Yeah. I would like I would like stories that are trans stories. Trans. And Bumblebee gave me. All of that, didn't it? Honestly. Gender queer, like Like Bumblebee does like is gendered for some reason, but like that's true. I'm not going to like police Cybertron and what they choose. Um so like I think we should recap the movie. Okay. So a bit. spoilers. Um spoilers for Bumblebee. Oncoming. Yeah. Like so, Bumblebee, which takes like a lot of narrative twists and turns that I don't think anybody would ever expect. So it's like, wild, honey. It's definitely best if you know absolutely nothing going into Bumblebee before seeing it, solely because the amount of surprises and like just fuckery is 
really important to preserve, I think. All lies. So this predictable film starts <laughs> off uh, with a flashback, and they're mm. on um, uh, on the planet Cybertron. What a messy name for a fucking planet. It's like, what a messy series. Um, and so they're fighting, and like it's cute because they look like the old Transformers. They're all kind of more boxy than they are normally. Weird. Yeah, you didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. Yeah, they, they, they look a bit different from the Michael Bay ones. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, good. Well, good, because... Because this was better. Well, it was better. Uh, well, I, I enjoyed it more, but yeah. also that's probably because um, there was a woman leading the helm, and also <laughs> a Trump supporter, apparently. Yeah, yeah, we, we'll get into that. Yeah, our wig. Um, so, like, they're, they're fighting on Cybertron, right? Mm -hmm, yep. And then they, like... I can't remember. Like, I think Optim. Oh yeah, Optimus they have to Prime. Escape. Yeah, they have, they have to, to like, escape the planet, yeah. and then Bumblebee goes to Earth on a mission to like secure the world, the Earth as a place where they will all like meet up and like recreate the Autobots, little Autobots. like Dom Daddy little like world that they live in. <laughs> like, I don't well, even like, know. Well, like Optimus Prime, just oh my god, getting passed around by a few Transformers. Like, all right, like, <laughs> like shit. <sighs> um. It's what happened. Yeah, man. Smoke me like a joy, dude. Oh but, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, so, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, this takes place in the 80s, by the way. So when Bumblebee yeah, a, comes a, to Earth, it's mm, like 87, mm -hmm. which is the same year Pose takes place. Wig, do you think that the two worlds collide in the next film? I'm honestly, from what I've heard, they want to get very ambitious. And they want to do a multiple decade story that transcends television and film and it is going to be involving the cast from Pose and the cast from Transformers in an ultimate trans mashup. I'm really excited to see the um, the Transformers like voguing house. I really am interested oh, yeah! in, in how they will um, take on that art form. Yeah, but so it's in the 80s and they're like they they get down there bumblebee gets down there specifically gets and right down there honey. gets right down there gets right right in the shit um and through like happenstance and like standard film coincidence Movie. fuckery um bumblebee finds himself in the arms of one Haley steinfeld come on Haley, let's get sickening Yes. She's, um, I liked her. She was a good character, and she wasn't trying to play too young because she was 18. Yeah. At first I was like, who's a 16-year-old, like, 25-year-old actress? Like, don't lie to me. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> Haley Steinfeld's been, like, playing my teenager for a long time now. Honey. And we just, we know that's not the tea. Although, I want to know how old Haley Steinfeld really is. Oh, she's young. She's only 22. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Okay, well, fair enough, Haley. Soon you'll be doing your mom roles, but until then. <laughs> she will be doing her mom roles. <laughs> Get ready. Yeah. And so Haley Steinfeld and Bumblebee take on this, like, really cute relationship. Um, and there's fighting. There's Decepticons. Decepticons. Yeah. Decepticons. There's one, like, specific, like, Decepticon we want to shout out. Ah, De Decepticon. Yeah. Yes. So... A legend, a walking trans legend. Yes. Um, what do you know? What, did she have a name in the film? Like I don't remember. She no, was just, like it, it wasn't that woke. Like they didn't bother to name her, but like she was the main villain, the smartest villain, the sassiest villain I've ever seen in Transformers. I was into it. I was gagging. There was just two strong female characters trying to fight each other, basically in the end, which I was into. Oh my! Um, I just looked it up, and <laughs> the voice of that robot is Angela Bassett. Ugh, that makes so much awesome, sense. Awesome, because she was so. Oh man! Wait, wait! I have an idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so when the Decepticons first land on Earth, they're about to make first contact with the humans, and the humans are like, "Oh my God! Like we're about to like talk to aliens for the first time. Anything is possible." And then they're just like they're both about to just like kill them all basically, and then. Um, Angela, it's just like, wait, 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 I have an idea. Hello, humans, we have come on a peacekeeping mission. <laughs> and it works. 
and they're called the Decepticons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, like, like, like the, the humans are like, all right, like these, this group of giant robots that have like angrier looking features, scary, like scary. They like they have like sh- paper shredder mouths and shit, and they're like, like their eyes are glowing red. Like, yeah, <laughs> and they're kind of like these guys are probably the good guys, and we should side with them. Yeah, there's the Autobots, or there's the Decepticons. Who would you side with? Stupidity. Stupidity. Basically, the movie is a cute film, a cute Transformers film about trans characters in a trans setting. And it was lovely. And it was nice. It was like, it it reminded me of Bumblebee. It had had cute things to say about grief and about, you know. It reminds you of Bumblebee? Wait, did, wait! Did I just said Bumblebee reminded me of Bumblebee? Yeah, you did. Because it did. Like it Bumblebee reminded me really of, like, of, like, me the of the character of Bumblebee from these other movies called like Transformers. Um, they have other movies. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it, um, he reminded me of uh, Paddington a little bit. He did. He was such a little. Goofball. He was a little klutz. Like, oh, why? He just like he was holding a little glass thing and he'd break it. You know. No, he was just such a foolish. It was like having like the bowl in the uh, china shop, sort of. Yeah. And he, like, lo- loses all of his memories, and so he's just, like, this, like, silly guy who doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, and he's and he just so sweet. he doesn't have a voice. Sweet. Oh, but he's communicating with the voice. Oh. Haley Seinfeld gave this trans character a voice, and that is something to talk her, about. Which like, super woke, in my opinion. I know. Like, do you support Donald Trump? Yes. Did you help that trans character one time? I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna Google that right now, like, because need to I want to know. And we're gonna, like, we're gonna find out. If she is a Trump supporter. We're going to get to the top of this. Haley Steinfeld voting for Donald Trump is absolutely fake news. Here's <gasps> why. Yeah. And then it's going to load. Oh, the rumor came from a podcast involving two comedians who claimed to have insider rumors of Haley from the Pitch Perfect set. We don't want to be <laughs> the second. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess that's just not true. All lies. Um, from what I'm seeing, there's videos of her bashing in a Donald Trump-shaped pinata. Um, she was a part of a video, an anti-Donald Trump video. She herself has actively... Qual- you know, okay, this this is all the proof I need. Um, Haley, we still like you. Haley, we still like you. Thank and you know you. what? If you voted for Donald Trump, like, then we'll sort that out when we get there. But I don't think you did. And I think that if you're going to bash a pinata of Donald Trump, go for the real thing. <laughs> honestly, get get the gold, honey. Get the gold, honey. Like you we're all waiting. It. Um, honestly, it's been what, like, how long is it? Three years now? Two years? Three years? Since what? Bump. Donald Bump. Bump. Oh man, yeah, it's been like almost two years since he was inaugurated. We're only at the halfway point. That's crazy to me. To, like to be fair, I didn't think we'd make it more than a year. Like I, 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 I'm surprised that he. Hasn't I thought he was going to kill us all. Yeah. Like it's crazy, and now he's saying that if he is impeached, he'll just like um, that people will revolt. I'm just like you're a fucking monkey. I hope they revolt. I hope they do. Like that's gonna be a really, really good excuse for like the fucking war to happen. You know? What war? Like if skinny inbred Republicans really want to like show up, like I'm so sorry. Like it's just not gonna work. Like it's I just, just feel not like gonna. It's not gonna be like a civil war. No. But if it is, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, the the, the inbreds will lose. Like, well, like, yeah, like, the, they still have, like, Confederate flags. Like, it's like, true. The like, South like, will fall again. Again, like, because it I happened mean, like, before. <laughs> and it'll happen. Yeah, like, I they already like, lost. Like, they want to try round two? Girl, not going to happen. It's not. Oh, but we have to wait. We have to wait till we take their guns. Uh, I think what we do is we take all of their guns and we give them to us and then we have all the guns. You have to stop saying. <laughs> you know, like, no, like I know too many people it, it, who will take this seriously. Infowars, hit the me game. up. <laughs> I'm ready, Alex Jones. Infowars, like I'm putting this on WikiLeaks. So uh, we that kind of got derailed, but I think it's fine. let's. I think we should both come up with a like one a nice final thing. thought. Is there anything left that we forgot to say about Bumblebee, or do we just want to get into like our final thoughts? I feel like Bumblebee was fine. I had a really nice time. It was better than fine. It was it was good. Yeah. It was the most enjoyable Transformers movie that I have seen personally. Yes. But that's because it wasn't starring um um who's that annoying guy that beat up that guy because he was um, Mark Wahlberg. That's him. Yeah. Oh fuck man. That guy. Fuck Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> I also enjoyed this more than most Mark Wahlberg movies. Um, I would say that uh, there's no reason to not 
enjoy it, True. except I don't know. If you're annoying and contrarian like me and you enjoy like the absolute trash that is the Michael Bay Transformers movies, this is significantly different and your mileage may vary if you just also think that there's no point in trying to turn these Transformers movies into anything higher than they are, which is a CGI vomit festival with dumb fart jokes and really, really good action photography. But if you do crave something more from your pop cinema, it's 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 pretty good. It's a nice film. It's a nice movie. Blessed be Kitty Squirrel. Blessed be Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Now... Uh, I would like to talk about celebrity baby birthdays this week. Oh my god! Woo! Aged up. Who aged up? So we're gonna go from the past week. So from December thirty first, twenty eighteen, to January seventh, twenty nineteen. So Isa Almana, Janet Jackson's baby. She just turned two years old on January third. Oh, honey child. And we've got um, Vita McConaughey. Um, Matt, why'd you name your child Vita? But she's nine years old. Oh, is she old enough to listen to this? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> On January 4th. Um, oh, yeah, Flynn Bloom, who is Orlando Bloom's kid. Woo! Just turned eight years old on January 6th. I wonder if their hair is long enough to look like Legolas. Maybe. Um, and then we've got um, the legend, Blue Ivy Carter. And how old is she turning? Little Baby Blue turned eight. No, Little Baby Blue turned seven. <gasps> she turned seven years old on January 7th. Seven. It's her champagne birthday. Oh, bitch. So you know Jay-Z got expensive champagne. Come on, baby champagne. You know the baby duck? That's what you need. And finally, ultimate supreme legend Kate Hudson's child, Ryder Robinson, turned 15 today, which means he's definitely old enough to listen to this podcast. Ryder, we wish you a happy birthday. We do. Happy birthday, bitch. Uh, you can send us the check for that in the mail. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, now that we're done with Celebrity Baby birthdays, um, we should talk about uh, some of the drag we saw this week. Oh, yeah, T. So there was... um. We saw a local show, and we saw um, Cameron and Eureka as well. And we also watched All Stars 4, like the rest of you. So we're going to, like... We have to unpack some things. We're going to unpack a couple of these. Um, I think... Let's just start with All Stars 4. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a good episode. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I um, it was like actually a really, really, really good episode. It was really, it, it, it reminded me of like All Stars Two kind of strong. Yeah, like I wasn't expecting it to be that good. It was really funny. You no, know, the, the the challenge was really, really good. I think everybody brought something to it. Even the people who did bad, like Latrice and Monet, were still they were fine. Yeah, it was still entertaining enough that like it never like full on annoyed me. Mm-hmm. It was one of those episodes where you could tell they kind of had to try a little harder to like pick apart the people. Yeah. Well, Latrice, poor thing. Honestly, she's been uh, doing drag for 25 years, and that means she deserves to win that competition. No! No, it was really, really frustrating to see Latrice sort of... And to be fair, I mean, partially that that's the edit doing that. But, that's true. You know, but still, I mean, to, to hear her going off about how she's been doing this for 25 years, she's the most beloved, people could never get rid of her. It's silly. Like, honey, like, I don't know why you think you're talented enough to think that your spot in the competition is so secure because it's kind of not just because you are miss congeniality doesn't mean that you get to just win everything like i just don't it was fine i like really no and she 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 was weaker in the season it it, it wasn't a good time for her no she didn't seem into it i think she just didn't have that like like you sort of like need like a fire in you to like do this sort of stuff and i maybe she's just at a point in her career where she's like she feels like she's as big as she's gonna be and she just thinks that like, she, she can, like, walk out there in a diaper and people would fucking scream. Yeah, right? And, like, like maybe she's just, like, I just feel like she really gave it to us more in the first season. Like, even in Snatch Game, she just, like, just gave up. Like, I don't even know what else to say. Like, sure, someone besides you is being annoying. <laughs> Gia Gun legend. But, I mean, no one else fell apart. And you fell apart in the last one, too. So, I don't know, girl. I love you, though. <laughs> I I do love Latrice as well. Um, I think that, yeah, I think she probably just got too comfortable. And she probably just, like, 
thought she was the absolute hottest shit and that everything was going to go her way and then it didn't but that's um it is what it is the game with this one you know yeah you just can't um just can't assume that you're going to do well just because of who you are you really have to like work at it so you do you do need you need a stronger you you just need a stronger drive um and i don't know it's it's no shade against latrice like we we all know that she's like that she's great and she's Mm -hmm. talented but you know the competition isn't what it used to be and if you're not ready to compete and you're just ready to show yourself off then you know consider something else than like than a competition reality show that's true because like you really like yeah, it's like you're going against a bunch of people who are fucking in it. Yeah, and, and whose careers aren't flourishing it. like yours are, and yeah. who like really want what you have and are going to put in the work that you're not. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel kind of bad because I feel like this um, altogether made her look worse. Probably. But she still got some airtime. Yeah. Still got that book and fees. Gonna not gonna change. Nope. She'll 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 still, still be expensive. Yeah. She's still good. I'm into it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Latrice. Didn't win. Yeah. Speaking of people who didn't win, we had two finalists. Thank you. I will drink. Ugh, you're like, so Agata keeps like this jug of cold brew in between her thighs, and so I get this like crotch warmth level like coffee, which is, I mean, either. You know, I want it hot enough, like 160 degrees Fahrenheit, or I want it fridge temperature, but I don't want it like like genital temperature you know but honestly you can give it back like i you don't have to drink that like <laughs> no no i'm guzzling it Ugh. gross gross Thank you i know i've somehow gone through a carton of this today already you already did yeah that was a fresh carton a minute ago i know there's no water running in my building and i'm so thirsty but honey yes hashtag no water today what's going on it'll be back tomorrow right yes yeah. tragic plumbing, plumbing. Also synonymous with tragic. No, plumbing and tragic mean the same thing. That's true. Speaking of plumbing, is tragic. So, uh, there were two people who lost. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. There were uh, there were two finalists from RuPaul's Drag Race season Mm ten, who were touring together, and they decided to stop by our little city. Little Edmonton, little Cameron, little Eureka. Yes, uh, Cameron Michaels and Eureka Oscara decided to put on a little show. Um, Before we get into the show, I'd like to get into the venue. Oh, yes. um, The old... Knoxville's Tavern. Basically, like, the scariest straight bar in town, or one of them. Or was. Like, where you would get gay bashed, or, people like... like yeah. People, it, like, it wasn't say fag to you outside the bar. Like, people yeah. are not nice. People are scary there. Yeah. We, like, we would avoid walking past there going home, yeah. because we just didn't want to, you know... Like, I don't... Die. I'm not going to be the next Matthew Shepard. I don't know what you want. Uh, we can cut that. Um... Um, yeah, honestly, like, it was a scary place. And they sort of rebranded as this place called Anthem, which is, like, a... More of a venue, it seems. Like, it seems like it's not going to be open. Is it open on regular Fridays or Saturdays? I've never seen anybody in there other than for events. I'm not sure. I think that it is, because I just feel like it's, like, I heard it's, like, a top 40 bar, and that they're just, like, holding events there. But, um, yeah, it was good. There's a nice projector. The building's getting shut down soon, so who gives a fuck? Um, yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, it's a really, really nice stage with a really, really good video screen behind it. Like, yes. and you know, the queens are using that very well. Uh, things I would change: um, don't hire short, bitchy gay men uh, uh. to run your shit because I just I don't have the time for somebody who has an inferiority complex from being gay and one from being short. Like, it's just. I think when those stack on top of each other and I have to deal with it, I don't like it. <laughs> um, I also, I don't fuck with any venue that does no re-entry. That is the most That's frustrating crazy. shit. They had, they had a, 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 a nasty like a smoke, smoke pit. pit that looked like one of the fucking children's internment camps from like Donald Trump's America. <gasps> like for real, it was frightening. Like <laughs> it was not that bad, but the fact that. That there is no re-entry, I think, is just, like, I just don't it's understand. So, it makes so no sense. It's a bar. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. And they didn't... No one came on until, like... Nobody... Like, it was, like, 
two hours after the start time. Oh yeah, like I think two we, we got there local, at ten o'clock at yeah. night. Ten thirty was the first opening acts. Yeah, they didn't actually bring Cam and Eureka on until after did. twelve. No, they didn't. And then so it was weird because they just had. It was fine because obviously you get to see the local girls, and as local girls, we know all the local girls. Yeah. So it's nice to see them, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was just like it was a. It was like after they even finished, they were just like. Uh, what did they say? They were like, it's not even, like, 12.30, like, calm down. And they just, like, turned the music back on. And I was like, okay, like, pure pride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I think, like, you know, if you've got this disconnect where the hosts are, like, getting... Well, I mean, I don't know. If your audience is telling you that they want to see the show a little faster and your response is to get really, really defensive about your set times, I just don't think that that makes... I, I, I don't think that that, I don't know, makes for a good environment to have a show in. And I think that when the show did get going, it was really, really good. We, 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 we can get into that. Um, but I think that, you know, if you're planning a show, try to just be on the same page as everybody and even advertise a little bit better that your show is going to be long. Mm-hmm. I know that you want to keep people in that bar all night. We can tell because the bartenders spent their entire time over-serving people. Mm-hmm. But, and they did. I mean, people were, like, tanked at that show. Like, there were people who were getting really, really drunk. Like, I remember we were waiting to get waters, and these people did, like, three drop shots in a row. And I was just like, is this fucking Vegas or something? Like, why? It's a Saturday night in Edmonton. It's minus 15 outside, and we all hate it. Like, why? They're just out there having a good time. Why are you being extra? But They're just feeling their fantasies. But, yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, you know, try to keep your shows a little shorter. Um, Well, and it doesn't have to be shorter. It's just, like, it was, like, they could have... They should have just brought maybe the queen. Maybe it was the queens. Like maybe it was them. Like I'm not sure who was. No, well, because the queens behind. were doing the meet and greets. Like they did the meet and greets before the show, so they'd been at the vent. They were at the venue. Okay, yeah, that makes no so, sense. So you know, then. it's like they they start your show a little out. later. Yeah, start at right. eleven. Like, and then there's not so much of a gap in between. Yeah, well, it was. It's fine to even have a gap, but it was just weird because like everyone is like watching this like show, expecting like um, for the final act to come on, or, like at least of the first set to be one of the queens, and then they were just like, okay, like. Calm down. Have a smoke. <laughs> have a drink. Our opening acts. We're gonna have more opening acts later, but the first set of opening acts are done. Yeah, and it was just like it's just it would be nice to just there's just like not bring one out, you know, just like yeah, because they're literally just sitting in the back. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what to say, but um, but they were really amazing, both of them. They, they were really. Did. I was really shocked with uh, with Eureka, especially. Oh, uh, I knew that they were both like very high energy. But it was good. It was like the projector in the back helps because they can use all their little videos and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, they've got good video content. Well, actually, it was funny. Um, it was Eureka actually brought video content for her stuff. And Cameron Michaels didn't. She was just using the default projector background. Mm-hmm. But that was um, that was fine. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I had lower expectations for Eureka just because, like, I am not a fan of her on the TV show. Yeah, she's like, right. She's, like, pretty obnoxious. I think she's, like, gotten, like, a lot of... Um, I think she's, like, dug herself a lot of holes with, like, the stuff that she said, and I think that... She's a bit messy. Yeah, she, yeah she, she's she's a bit messy, but I'll say that, like, despite kind of going into that with that, like, negative opinion of her, I think that she really, really tried to turn that around, and I think that she did have really, really good energy. She was, like, she looked really, really polished. Yeah. I can understand why she would go as far in the competition as she did. Yeah, she's because very talented. It, yeah, she she was really talented. She's very magnetic, and I yeah. thought that everything was right. Everything was just right. For both of her numbers that she did, I thought that they were both, like, really, really funny and energetic and affecting. Um, yeah, Bangers. I think that if I saw her again, I'd be really, really happy about it because I was really happy about this first one. Yeah, she did really well, and then Cameron also did very well. Cameron, like, queen of dancing. Queen of dancing. I was, yeah. like, watching her, and I was like, honey, I need to go to the gym. Like, if I moved that fast, I would puke. Like- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was just running around. She was doing hairography like a motherfucker. Oh, my God, I need to whip my neck like that, but I just, like, don't think... How does she afford that? They don't have healthcare in the States. Like, how can you get whiplash so often? <laughs> I just... know. It's just, she's playing it fast and loose with she her body. She really is, Eddie. Like, maybe she has healthcare. Who knows? Maybe she does. Um, I did think that her second number was, like, Believe by Cher. Yeah, and I thought... I didn't think it was that great. It wasn't. The first one Compared was Compared to the first better. one. The first one was... Um, oh, was that Pussy It was Hush, 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 Hush. Yeah. Hush, A banger. So, like, lots of lots of energy. Yeah. And that's, like... And that's a really, really easy song for any drag queen to work. Like, you're basically getting 
Nicole Scherzinger into a Gloria Gaynor sample, and it's got this like really really fast disco beat the whole time. It's awesome. Yeah, it was good to dance to. Um, yeah. And then the the share song was good. It was good, but I think it's I think it takes a lot to sell a song like Believe. Yeah. Um, and I think that. They yeah. just needed more. Yeah, it, it, it just I, needed I a really, little bit more. I mean, she did better it. than I would have if I was yeah, up there trying to do Believe. Like, yeah, she's an amazing dancer. I think Believe is one of those songs that's actually, like, I think it's tough to nail. I think that it's really, really good, but I think that sometimes you can pick a really good song for a drag number, and no matter how you do it, the crowd's still into it. Yeah. But I think Believe is one of those songs that you really, really you have to, like, embody it and sell it right. Yeah, it was interesting. Because, I mean, she just, she's just such a good dancer. Ugh, yeah, and it just, day. I don't know, do a Believe remix. I guess so. I mean, it's kind of fast in some parts, but yeah, she, it just wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. But um, but it was, but it was enough, because it was good. And, yeah. but really, really, the whole, <laughs> the, the reason that we want to talk about them today is because of not what their numbers were, not that they came on, well, they came on to normal Drake Queen time, so I shouldn't yeah. complain, but what they did after their set. <laughs> Is Cameron saying, can we just, like, fuck around for a minute? And, honey, they did. <laughs> oh, they did. Um, they had a contest. Yeah. About, they got a bunch of people in the audience to give them their phones with their dick pics on them. And then Eureka walked around with the dick pic on her phone saying, you do not have to look at the dick pic if you do not want to look at the dick pic. If you do not want to see the dick, look away from the dick. It was crazy. And she showed us five dicks. Yeah, and then we, uh, I think we voted based on applause as to who had the biggest. I couldn't tell because we were too far away. Um, also, I wasn't like, I really wasn't really interested. Yeah. You, I was like, this is a disaster in the making. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was one guy who just held up his phone yeah, as high them. as he could in the <sighs> air during the voting after she'd already walked around with it, held it in the hand, and just was showing everyone his dick pic. His dick. His dick. Like, what? I mean, like. I don't know. I went to Porn Idol when I was in, in England a few times, and maybe it's just because you know what you're getting into. So Porn Idol is when drag queens judge a bunch of people doing, like, stripping at um, at, a fucking, at a bar called Heaven, and it's, like, ridiculous. But I just feel like you know that you're going to see some dicks that day. Yeah, So you yeah. go there, and you're like, today is going to be a very a messy Thursday evening with Gia Gunn making fun of people's penises. But... This is not what I wanted. No, it was um, it was a bit different. I think it's also just because like you know, oh god, I'm gonna run into one of these people that shut off their dick pic, right? And, and it's like, just and do crazy. you really want? Do you really want to hook up with the guy who like has no problem showing his dick to hundreds? A room. I mean, I don't like maybe you do, but maybe you don't. I, it's it's I complicated. Guess it's tough. I w- we left before the end of it. Yeah, but, we left before. But as far as I know. Here. Um, a woman with a giant strap on won that competition. Yeah, yeah. Which at the end of the day is sort of just like, what the fuck's the point, girls? Why do we do this? Yeah. Honestly, they just were horny and they wanted to see people's dicks in Edmonton. Oh yeah. Who do they think they are? I live. And then our final uh, little drag thing was we saw a local show, and <laughs> that was nice. Uh, it was good actually. Um, local, uh... <laughs> It was good, actually. Well, it's funny. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to... Like, we're not going to say what show we went to or necessarily who was in it. But there was buzz going around that based on the lineup and based on who was in it, that it wasn't going to be a show that a lot of people wanted to go to. And I was... That that kind of stuff is really, really unfortunate just because I think it is important to go to every show. It wasn't a show that I was like super duper interested in going to, but it was something that I was like, eh. It'll be fun. I'm not doing anything else and I think it'll be kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, I think I was pretty pleasantly surprised. I think everybody that came through was pretty pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it was um, a good show. It was a pretty good show. Uh, the the queens that were in it, it was a it was a guilty pleasures themed show. And I think that a lot of the queens ran with that really, really well. Like, there was some funny, like, Avril Lavigne and Taylor Swift numbers and a little bit of Kesha. Um, and... I dreamed a dream. Yeah, there was a oh really... There was this, like, weird, like, domestic abuse uh, I dreamed a dream number that, like, made a bunch of the queens cry. It was lit. She threw a bunch of muffins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, like, faked a really good, like, slap. Um, it was it was a lot. It was spooky. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was a really diverse lineup, but I think that everybody brought some really, really good, strong energy. Um, and I had a good time. 
Yeah, I think that overall, like, it was it was entertaining and it was good. Um, and I think it just goes to show that I think at this point, for me, I think that, like, just because of all the fucking drag that I've seen, I think that I'm at the point where, like, you'd have to be really, really bad to see, to be, like, the worst I've ever seen. And I think that... It would be... You'd have to be so you'd bad. You'd have to be so bad. Like, I think that, I've like, honestly... bad drag. There's, like, there's so much terrible drag that I've been a part of or that I've, like, <laughs> or that I've, that I've seen. And I think that... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm at the point now where no matter what, I'm like, someone's getting up on that stage and, like, gyrating for four minutes and barely lip syncing. Like, that counts for me. Like, you did your best. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, Was there, like, a favorite that we want to shout out? Who did I enjoy yesterday? Um, Shayla's on LaRue and that fucking hair is Ugh. everything. Shayla's on LaRue is, like... The number one wig stress it's of crazy. Edmonton right now. She also did another girl's wig that also looked amazing. Wait, who, whose wig did she do? Um, Evelyn's. Oh, did she do Evelyn Knox? I'll shout she out did. Evelyn Knox's she did, line. She, she did this, good. This girl. So the two of us, we hosted a show called Burn Book a few weeks ago. And, you know, it's it's supposed to be like kind of like an insult comedy show. You know, we're just like, we're, we're making fun of people here and there. Like, I mean, I can't speak for Agata, but I can speak for myself. Like, I'm busted. Like, there is nothing. <laughs> like, there is like nothing that I could say to someone that they couldn't say about me ten times worse, you know? <sighs> um, And so it was... It was funny, um, and we called this one girl. We like we just bear, we wanted to mention her briefly, and we just filled yeah. in her name for someone else's joke. Yeah. And we called her Edmonton's most oblivious queen. New Year's Eve, Evelyn Knox walks up to us. Oh, so I'm oblivious, and like at first I'm like, what is this 18 year old like doing <laughs> talking to me like I'm her peer? And then I kind of like stepped back for a minute, and I was like. I kind of like this bitch. I was like, she just, like, walked up to me on New Year's Eve. Like, if I was 18, I wouldn't want to, like, I'd be so scared to talk to any of the actual adults. This girl just, like... Is lit. Girl, she's lit. And you know what? Like... But she has energy. I like her energy. Like, she it's does. She's hilarious. And this show last night, she did Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne, and she just, like, jumped around, screamed a bunch, ripped her top open. Yeah. Like, showing off the titties. Yeah. And then the second number was what? Like, some Kardashians thing? With oh, yeah. And I like no tears too. left to cry. Yeah. Yeah. She's a... I, I like her. I like Ever her, too. I think, yeah. I think I saw... she might still be oblivious. <laughs> she might... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Evelyn knows it's in, uh, it's in good fun, I think. Probably. If she's, not... Um, she's, <laughs> we, we, we like you. You're very good. Yeah, we do. We like you, Evelyn. You've got a lot of... You got a lot, like... That's you, a lot of energy. I don't know. You know what there is? You know what she's got? A lot there. It's nerve. A lot of nerve. She's got I a mean, fuck ton of nerve. You've got and a lot like, of and, 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 and that's great. And not in a shady way. Like, no. like, 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 you are, like, you're a brave girl. Mm -hmm. It's like, confidence is really important, so... Oh, yeah. Know, and you can tell. Oh, oh, you can especially you can tell. tell with her. Like, like yeah. every time she steps out... Man, we're, like, going to devote, like, ten minutes just to talking about Evelyn, Evelyn Knox. Knox. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what? Good job, girl. Good yeah, job. Yeah, honestly, like, Evelyn, like, I you won. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so our, our two drag queens of the week can be Shelazon LaRue and Evelyn Knox because of Shelazon's hair and Evelyn Knox's energy. Yes. And also, Shelazon did a nice little, little, it was, like, a little sexy number. It was a little sexy number. She fell at the beginning. Wig. But the second, and this is the thing, girls, the second you see a drag queen fall, you know the fucking shoes are amazing. And, and she nice. stepped onto that stage in these spiky fucking sharp as a mechanical pencil little stilettos. I was alive. And she didn't fall again, and that's all that matters. She didn't. And she it was before the number even started, so technically... Yeah. So really, she could have fallen anywhere, and it, it, it would have been matter. Fine. Yeah, it didn't really make a difference. No. And, you know, she, she's so sweet. Did you notice she even said she falls? She goes, I'm so sorry, guys. And, like, in my head, I'm just like, what are you sorry for, girl? Like, don't worry about it. It's chill. It is what it is. One time, I threw up in the middle of my number, so, in like... In the middle of our fucking in number. In the middle of the number. So, honestly, like... Things happen and you can't control them. Sometimes your corset's a bit tight. Sometimes your heel gets caught on your long lace cape. Yeah. Sometimes you just already stepped out looking busted and there's nothing you can do. Whoops. Whoops. Um, um, yeah. So that was, I think, yeah. What's that? I don't know. That's, yeah, that's local drag. Um, just our last little thing, you know, we want to like end the show with like, you know, talking about a few little music things, a couple little songs or albums that are maybe, um, 
maybe giving us a little bit of life. Get your jush. Get your jush. Also, oomph by Brook Candy, um, Pots and Pans. Um, I'm into it. Yeah, um, I did like that Pots and Pans song. Um, so, yeah, you should listen to Oomph by OG Volta and Brooke Candy. And uh, I am going to recommend X100PRE. Uh, if you don't know who Bad Bunny is, <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't think a lot of people know who Bad Bunny is. But he um, uh, he's the second verse on uh, I Like It, like the Cardi B song. And he just released his little Latin Trap album, uh, I think Christmas Eve of uh, 2018, just a couple weeks ago. And I've been listening to it a lot. Um, I think that I really like Latin music. Uh, I've always like liked a few sort of like, you know, Latin or Spanish, like pop or rock. I think that like, it's, it's really, really cool. I like a lot of rhyming schemes in that music. Um, but... I do just want to say that it's a really, really cool, diverse rap trap album. Uh, he seems like he wants to play around with a lot of different genres. It kind of reminds me of, like, a weekend record a little bit. Like, just the music is all over the place, and you can tell that he's trying a lot of different genres and, like, a lot of different sounds, trying to, like, be a jack-of-all-trades. Um, but, yeah, I think that overall it's really, really good. Yeah, it's um, X100PRE. Uh, by Bad Bunny. And yeah, I recommend uh, giving that a little listen through if you like uh, music with a little bit of energy, with a little bit of aggression. It's pretty nice. All right. All right, all right. All right, all right. So I think that um, we've been chatting for a little while now. we got some content. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. I think we should. We never talk. I think we should talk really close to the mic at the end for this next part. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. So we just want you to know that we appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you for listening yeah. to us talk for no reason. Yeah. About reasons. For some reason. Weird. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'll just say uh, thank you for listening to the first uh, little episode of uh, what are the we calling this thing again? The Irrational Boast. Because we are two irrational people talking about things that are in the news. And in an irrational world. Irrational. Just irrational. kidding. We are not irrational. We are very irrational. We're ish. See, we're in the middle. Um, we're in the middle. Yeah. So uh, this was the first episode. Uh, Agata, where can we find you on the internet? Um, find me on Instagram at Agata Go. A G A T A G O G H. And um, yeah. Um, that's that's pretty. Oh, and Twitter, same name. Just just look me up. And you, God? Uh, you can find God uh, on Instagram at God Drag Queen. That's the word God, the word drag, <gasps> and the word Queen. All one word. All one word, baby. But at, an at symbol at the beginning. <gasps> that's the format for an Instagram. You need to have an at at the beginning so you know where you're going. We are talking to. Is it? In it, in it, in it. Well, in it, in it, in it. Well, well, well I think, in it. I think that that about uh, about wraps up uh, the rest the, of this I, the, sh- the show. Is it? Isn't it? That's the, is so, this this the is the messiest outro. Yeah, I know. That's fine. Um, it's fine. Um, so Tulu Cheerio. Ta-ta. We'll talk to you in half a fortnight, which is one week if you get it. If you, if we get if that you far. Get it. If you get it, if you get it. If you, so, do you understand? Do you get the gist? I don't. I don't either. But yeah, um, sickening, sickening. Uh, that's our show. Um, and we will say um about a hundred more times and then see everybody next week. Uh, so... You know, press that little subscribe button if we have one of those. I'm not really sure how we're distributing or doing any of this. Nor am I. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>